Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Popcorn ready. It's game time, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a team that is known as Stoppers. Stoppers. The Athletic presents Hogan Johns. Every single play, go take it. Bring that juice. Let's go get it. Come on. Chicago's best Bears coverage. Go Bears. Go Bears. From NBC Sports Chicago. It's Adam Hogue. I do think he has the support of his teammates. Why would you not be rooting for him to succeed? And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. I don't mean to psychoanalyze this stuff, but this is what we do in Chicago. This is what we do with our quarterbacks, and this is the biggest story in town. Here they are, the Adams, Hogan Johns. Welcome in. What a night it has been. We are totally on the fly right now trying to get you a live Hogan John's reaction to the Bears trading up and getting Justin Fields. Honestly, I hope this is working right now um, because we are sort of all over the place. I'm at NBC Sports Chicago getting ready for TV, uh, but we want to make sure we did this because I know a lot of you have been asking for it. So we are here, Johns, and Justin Fields is a Chicago Bear. Yeah, wow. Um, The more... Like, the more the picks came off the board, the the more the, the trade was in, or the pick was in, like you just had this feeling, right? You just had this sense that the the Bears would be moving up. I had started typing up a Justin Fields story at pick eight. Just the the sense, just the the feeling we had going into this. You know that the Bears they needed a quarterback. They wanted a quarterback. Matt Nagy wanted a quarterback, and it was only a matter of time as Justin Fields was still available and the picks kept coming off the board that the Bears were going to make their move, and they did. It costs a little bit, but you know what? Again, it's the same thing with Trubisky. If they get it right, they get it right. But but somehow you almost feel a little bit better about this one, do you not? Yeah, I think so because um, you know it's a guy that that fell to you, um, and I mean, look, it costs a lot. You give up your twentieth pick. Um, what was it? Also, next year's first rounder, fifth rounder, and a fourth rounder in twenty twenty two. Yeah, wasn't there another pick this year? Yeah, the fifth rounder this the year. The fifth rounders this year, fourth rounder in the next. So I mean, next year's first round pick, it's it's gone. That's a that's a big thing, but it's not like three first round picks like we've sort of been talking about. So and, and this was a scenario that we've talked about a lot, John's right on our podcast. We've talked about uh, how history just tells you that at least one of those quarterbacks was going to fall. Turns out two of them did because Mac Jones ends up going to the Patriots a little bit later. Um, but what we have always said is if one of those guys fell into that 10, 11, 12 range, that's yeah. kind of always what I've been talking about, that 10, 11, 12 range, all of a sudden you you are in a position where you can pull that trade off. And that's what happened tonight. So I don't know if the Bears knew that Justin Fields was going to fall that far, far. We have not talked to Ryan Pace yet as we're recording this. Uh, by the way, we'll come back to tomorrow with another episode and a whole lot more context once we have more. But we wanted to get this instant reaction for you. Um, but, hey, it fell their way. They make this move. Uh, I 
we'll talk about Fields a little bit. I do have some concerns. We've talked about those concerns. He was my number four quarterback, but I also had a top 15 grade on him. I still like him, and I think this was right in the range where you get Justin Fields, and it makes a lot of sense. When Ryan Pace highlighted how deep this draft class was, you, you just knew he wanted to be a part of it. You just knew Matt Nagy wanted to be a part of it. They didn't go to all those pro days just just wasting you know, the McCaskey money. It was flying around the country, you know, going from pro day to pro day to pro day. You know, nights in hotel, meals, all that stuff. They don't waste their money for, for, for any reason here. They knew they had a chance at a quarterback. Now, what that would take to move up to four or eight, you know, here they are moving up to 11. You know, that had to be determined as the draft played out. But, yeah, in a way, they are kind of fortunate that he fell to, to, to number 11 because the price wasn't egregious. Um, it, it's just, yeah, it's costly. I get it. But it's not, you know amazingly outstanding it, it just isn't the the price to move from from 20 to 11 but you just knew that the bears wanted to be a part of this quarterback class yes because they swung a mist on and mitch trubisky but all their work all the hints that were out there knowing matt Nagy, knowing where where they are at hell saw what their futures could be you know they wanted to be a part of this draft class yeah i mean it goes it goes back to what we talked about in our last episode on, on tuesday uh um it just you, you can't tell me with everything at stake and what I talked about on Tuesday, Ryan Pace being in his seventh year, hasn't gotten the quarterback thing right. Matt Nagy came here thinking he had Mitch Trubisky. Didn't work out. He wants to get it right. These guys take this personally. So you just couldn't tell me, John, that they were going to go from, oh, yeah, we're interested in trading a Russell Wilson to, now nah, we got we got Andy Dalton and Nick Foles and, and we're good. It just – now, look – I'm guessing we're going to hear, Johns, that the plan is to sit Justin Fields. It should and, be, and 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 he's got some things he needs to work out, which we'll get in that in a little bit. But so I, I mean, if I had to guess right now, I think Andy Dalton still is the Week One starter. But at least you have that young quarterback. And remember what we talked about too: what happened in 2017. I think that's the game plan here. I thought that's the game plan since they signed Andy Dalton to draft a, a, a high quarterback, which they have now done with Justin Fields, develop him the same way that Patrick Mahomes developed behind Alex Smith in 2017 when Matt Nagy was with the Chiefs. I think the best hint that Ryan Pace gave was the the last question of his press conference a couple of days ago where the, the quarterback's room was asked about. You, you have Andy Dalton, you have Nick Foles. Um, that wasn't here in 2017. And I get that you can have questions and concerns about Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. But there, you know what? They should be better than... Mike Lennon, like the, the team is better than 2017 too. Like they are now built to actually try and sit a quarterback for the majority of the year, a rookie quarterback for the majority of the year. They weren't in position to do that in 2017. Like Kyle Long once told me, you know, like Mitch was ready for us in 2017. We weren't ready for him in 2017. Yeah. Like, and I think this applies here, right? The bears are, are, are better built this year to sit, and prepare and have a quarterback, a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback, learn. Andy Dalton is better than Mike Glennon. He started a lot more games. Like, this team is better than 2017. Heck, even Nick Foles, like, he's the best backup quarterback in NFL history. Like, so even Andy Dalton, QB1, even if QB1 fails, you can give a Nick Foles a run out there for one or two games to give Justin Fields a little bit more time. So, yeah, that Kansas City model definitely in play here for the Chicago Bears. Uh, yeah, and, and I think that's a great point. Like, I can't even remember the wide receivers that Mitch was throwing to that year. 
Cameron Meredith. No, he was hurt. He got hurt, right? Yeah, he you got had, hurt that year. You had Kendall Wright. You Kendall had Wright, Don, Dontrell Inman. Remember, Dontrell Inman was like oh. the, the big trade acquisition in the middle of the year. Like, Kendall Wright was your Bears top receiver, right? This this was not good. Like, you had Tariq Cohen, you know, breaking into the scene a little bit, but they weren't equipped. There was no Allen Robinson. There was no Darnell Mooney. There was no Cole Komet. There was no, um, well, well, I guess Jordan Howard was all right, but there was no, you know, David Montgomery. That's an upgrade there at running back. This team is better. This defense is better than 2017. By the way, I apologize if we are having any technical difficulties. Uh, it might be me. It might be John's. Not really sure. We again, we are we're trying to do this on the fly tonight in a situation we don't normally do the podcast. Um, so please bear with us if uh, if we're skipping in and out. Uh, again, we will have uh, this available as a podcast later in, in its full form, and also we'll be back tomorrow with plenty of uh, coverage and whatever Ryan Pace says. Uh, also, the Bears have more picks. You know, you talk about putting the right pieces around Justin Fields. I think there's no question they have more pieces, but it's not like this fixes the offense. This is still an offense that has been broken, John. So they have a lot more work to do. I still think they need to get a wide receiver. They need to address the offensive line. So, I mean, I think the good thing is, is, um, you know, they, they still have their second and third round picks. They did not have to give those up in this trade. So you still have two high picks that high ish picks that you can, uh, hit on not having fourth and fifth rounders now, though. I mean, that's a big gap between that third round pick tomorrow and those four six rounders you still have on Saturday. There's some maneuverability that Ryan Pace st- still has, but like we could see him trade back tomorrow. That would not be surprising. Yes, yes, yes. You're going to try to find some value. You still have some holes to fill. You got a whole offensive tackle, you have a hole at cornerback. But you know what? Their biggest hole was filled. <laughs> like, you got a quarterback, one who's arguably better. Like, we could make it the case. You know I like Justin Fields. You know, yeah, there's questions about his performance against Northwestern. And Alabama's just pretty darn good. You know, you got to take that, you know, into context. But, like, like he's as good or potentially better than Zach Wilson or Trey Lance, right? Like, you can make that argument. Like th- this feels different than the Trubisky selection just just because of that. This being a deeper year, more debate amongst these guys, uh, where they're going to go and whatnot. Like you can make the argument that he's as good as two of the guys that were drafted ahead of him. Like people will argue that people's draft boards, analysts, some teams probably reflected that. You know, maybe the Bears reflected that. So you know, I, I love the debate, but hey, the, the feelings of hope that you get from a quarterback. I, know. I, I think they're, they're back I, in Chicago. Like, now I know I the scrutiny will turn to Matt Nagy whether or not he's going to help a quarterback. Like but I also next. do appreciate when a guy is just a, needs to be had, uh, but a, that hope a is big there. time recruit and deals with that. Like that's one of the things I like about Trevor Lawrence. You know, he's been the best player. He's been hyped his whole life and he's dealt with it very well. And you know, uh, Justin Fields falls in that category too. He was the number two recruit nationally when he came out. Do you know who was number one? Trevor Lawrence was number one. So, like, he was right behind Trevor Lawrence in that class. He went to Georgia. Uh, Georgia actually screwed up Trevor Lawrence's recruitment, uh, and they ended up getting Justin Fields. Then he dealt with – I don't know how many people know his backstory, and we should probably tell it uh, in full a little bit better. But he transferred to Ohio State, 
and um, he goes there. Yeah, Jake Fromm was the starter. Yes. Now that's the only thing that kind of concerns me. It's like he couldn't beat out Jake Fromm, but very. It, uh, the point I'm making is it, unique circumstances, different circumstances, legitimate circumstances. He actually got a waiver from the NCAA to play right away because of those circumstances at Ohio State. Um, he's been nothing. You know, he's. He, he, I love that. I love that coaches love him. I love that before the Big Ten championship game this year, Pat Fitzgerald was raving about Justin Fields, and not just because he was the quarterback he had to play that week, but he's a guy that Northwestern recruited. Now they kind of quickly realized they weren't going to be able to get Justin Fields at Northwestern, but he's still a guy that they had a relationship with. And this is so. This isn't just coaches he plays with, but also opposing coaches. Uh, outstanding athlete, just under six three. Well built, two hundred twenty-seven pounds. He's tough, John. Like he'll he'll absorb hits. Um, makes me a little nervous, but the way he fought through that Clemson game when he was in obvious pain, that's impressive. He is a tough dude, and so there's a lot to like there. Yeah, absolutely. And he's just different than Trubisky in terms of collegiate experience, is he not? Like two years of starting experience for one of the best teams in college football. Yeah, playing in primetime games against other primetime teams. Like, there is an immense value in that. So if you're the Bears and us, fans, if, if you're learning from this Mitch Trubisky experience, I think you can look at his experiences against Northwestern, where he struggled, and bouncing back and scoring six touchdowns against Clemson in the semifinals. Like, there's there's value in that. There's value in outdueling Trevor Lawrence on national television. There's value in being, <laughs> in being the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year back-to-back seasons. There's value in going from Georgia to Ohio State and becoming the starter in your first year with the Buckeyes and becoming a Heisman Trophy finalist. There's value in all that. So the Bears should have a better grasp of what they're getting in terms of, at least Matt Nagy should, right, You know, in terms of what he's getting compared to Trubisky. Yes, he's got you know, he's, he's got problems. There's things to work out, but all these rookie quarterbacks will have that. At least the way I look at the Bears situation now, they seem to have learned from the Trubisky experience, and they've built a better situation for a rookie quarterback to come in. That stands out to me. Well, it's like, look, it, you know, trade the farm, they get up to number four, uh, and you would have had the same situation. I mean, three three quarterbacks went off the, the board. Uh I mean, he was the fourth quarterback, right? My, yeah. My, my brain's yeah. going a little crazy tight. I mean, like, yeah. that, that's what happened. So, you know, you could have trade. You weren't ever going to get in the top three. So you could have given up even more to get up to number four, probably taking the same guy. So instead you get him at number 11. Okay, now anyone you're going to get not at the top of the draft is going to have some flaws, but even those guys have flaws. Like there's questions about Zach Wilson and, and his experience and uh, Trey Lance. Why was he even playing at the FCS level and his experience? Now I like those guys. I ranked them ahead of Justin Fields, but it's not like I had a huge gap. And the thing with Justin Fields is I do think he's a methodical passer. Um, I think he's better thrower within the structure. So when things break down, he can beat you with his feet, but I don't think he's as good of a a thrower off platform as, say, Zach Wilson is. Um, And, you know, some people question his field vision. I think those are things that, I don't know, I see games where it seems to be there, games that are not. All I know is, you know, these these are, some of these things I worry about how correctable they are, 
but some guys they figure it out and again i think the the game plan probably will be the bears know these weaknesses they probably knew that's why he's the guy that they could target where they got him uh and maybe why justin fields would fall in this trap and they look at all the good things they say look we can coach this guy up we can fix him and they're probably going to try to give him the time to do that and not rush him out there week one. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. If you're like me, you believe there needs to be more stylish, functional, business, casual menswear that is both high quality and durable that can withstand your day. I'm talking about maybe hanging out in the press box Watching the game later with your friends, maybe get a quick nine holes in. That's why men's closets were due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and truly versatile set of products known to man. They have products for every occasion. We're talking about the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos, and blazers. They look great as individual pieces, maybe with a Hogan John's polo or quarter zip, but they also work seamlessly together. Rowan's signature four-way stretch fabric is breathable, flexible, and works everywhere from your commute to work to the 19th hole. It's time for unparalleled confidence without all the hassle. Rowan's commuter collection features wrinkle-release technology and is 100% machine washable. Looking good is that easy. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash Adam and use promo code Adam to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to roan.com slash Adam and use code Adam. It's time to find your corner office comfort. One of the commenters on here, Eric, brings up a good point when you, when you mentioned Jake Fromm and not being able to beat him out of Georgia who transferred from Ohio state to LSU and then became the eventual first overall yeah. pick Joe Burrow. Why did Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow transfer? Cause he couldn't beat out Justin Fields. So again, yes, there are things to scrutinize, maybe over scrutinize, but there is immense value in being able to 
go from Georgia to Ohio State and become the type of player that Justin Fields um, became. It's it's something. You know, you know, we'll we'll see how we'll see how this plays out. You know, I know there'll be calls for Justin Fields from like the, the media and whatnot once Andy Dalton struggles. Like I, I almost feel like that's what we have to learn, you know? Because we, we knew that the Bears were unhappy with Mike Lennon. We knew that, right? And that the Bears wanted to give Mitch Trubisky more time. You know, maybe the ownership should learn from this too. Like, let's let's not rush this guy. If this is your swing yeah. at getting the most important position in sports right, maybe let's stick to the plan. Let's well, come up also, with one. Yeah, <laughs> Andy Andy Dalton's better than Mike Glennon. Much like, better. Andy, yes. Andy Dalton. It, this is a different situation. You are making a leap with Mike Glennon. He had never been the starter in Tampa. You were trying to look at traits and whatever, and, and, and you were making a leap there. And it didn't work out, and it didn't work out very quickly. You could see it. I mean, we saw it in training camp that year. And you know what? I'll bet you, if we're allowed to be out there at training camp, I'll bet you we'll see that pretty early Justin Fields is probably more talented than Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. But, um, in fact, I've already seen enough of Justin Fields to tell you that. I mean, I've seen this guy in person a, a few times now. Um, but, you know, the point being is that Andy Dalton can – is a little bit more reliable in terms of a guy you know what he is. You know you can probably win games with him if you play good defense, run the football. Now, again, this weekend's not over yet. You still need to fix this offense beyond what you just did with Justin Fields. There are things that still need to happen this weekend if you're going to try to ride and die with Andy Dalton for a little bit. Um, But, hey, this is a good pick with where where they got him. There's, There's just no question about it. I feel better about this than I did Trubisky uh, in 2017. Yeah, and and I liked, like, we should both say that we we liked the idea of, you know, making a bold, aggressive move for quarterback back then. Yeah. Th- this is similar because you are moving up from 20 to 11, but yet there's there's a lot of key differences, not only in the team that Fields is, is joining, but in terms of, you know, how it came to fruition. Like, look at the... What the 49ers did, and I want to bring this up because the 49ers and the Bears are always linked together because of that Trubisky trade, right? So they trade up to three, you know, for from what, six to, to three, and the draft capital is more significant than the Bears gave up from going from three to two, right? And they drafted a guy. Yes, and I think Trey Lance is going to be good, like, but they drafted a guy from a lower-level Division One program, like FCS level, right, with fewer attempted passes in college than Trubisky. Look, and and I know that maybe Lance has a higher ceiling here. I I get that the 49ers might have fallen in love with what he did on the, you know, over Zoom or whatnot as as they talked X's and O's. But, you know, according to Adam Schefter, nobody knew about that pick until it was made too. So a lot of similarities uh, unfolding there. I think it's just interesting to point out because, you know, a lot of teams or a lot of, you know, a lot of teams like to criticize others. A lot of media like to criticize whatnot. And, you know, fans tend to, to get emotional about certain things. But, like, you can't really judge GMs and teams until they take swings and quarterbacks. And for some reason, the Bears have given Ryan Pace another opportunity here. This time it's different with Matt Nagy. Yep. We'll see how it plays out. But it just feels different for a lot of, a lot of different ways than 2017. All right. We got to get out of here because I got to go do a TV show. Uh, and if so, if you want more, uh, we'll have plenty more for you tomorrow. Of course, we will have you'll have tons of coverage up on The Athletic. Kevin Fishbane as well. Plenty of coverage there. I will be writing and already have instant analysis and a video up on NBCSportsChicago.com. So we got you totally covered here. 
check it out and we'll be back tomorrow with more because uh, we'll be talking to Justin Fields again tomorrow and uh, Ryan Pace later tonight. So we'll plenty more reaction for you there. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Thanks for sticking with us tonight. Glad we managed to get this out. I hope the technical difficulties weren't too bad. And hey, we'll talk to you tomorrow. There's plenty more to come this weekend. See ya.